This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Thank you for downloading the Back of the Nest Daily Transfer Podcast. Available for free every day until the end of the transfer window. The live show will be on 9pm on the 31st. Subscribe so you don't miss out. Back of the Nest Daily Transfer Podcast. Right, so welcome uh, to the third transfer podcast uh, with me, Chris Hambling, and I'm joined by Patrick O'Connor. Hi, Patrick. Hello, Chris. How are you? Well, you know how I am. We are recording this um, <laughs> moments after the final whistle went at Selhurst Park uh, with Palace playing Southampton. So for a bit of context, that's why Patrick sounds like he does. Exactly. <laughs> and how, why I will sound like I sound. Um, and we'll be, you know, Mike, I think, was planning on um, doing a review podcast for it, given that we've got a little break to our next game. I think he'll probably change his mind. So it'd be stupid if we didn't mention it. Awful, wasn't it, Patrick? It was It was really bad. To just give up possession and the entire match over to Southampton and not even get a decent tackle on Ward-Prowse, I, 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 I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I really, I'm, so, I'm, just, I'm furious right now. It's ridiculous. It's really bad. Yeah, I mean, that's the bit that hurts. It just felt, I mean, you know, you can make all the excuses you like. And there's a lot of truth in the fact that, yes, the squad is tired. Yes, you know, we've had a lot of injuries to contend with and, you know, maybe everything caught up with us a little bit. But, you know, we've seen so many occasions in so many different scenarios. Palace start a game so devoid of energy and intensity and, and effort. And unfortunately, we faced a side today that, that had plenty of that. And it really did expose us. And it was very, very poor. And it's, you know, we do have those contrasting emotions between, you know, the quality that, that Roy's approach brings us when we're playing a big team that have a lot of possession and leave us space and leave our better players space and versus um you know taking on a team we should you know you know it's difficult in the Premier League to say should be beating but taking on a team that has defensive troubles you know been very good of late but they have frailties um and we just chose not to expose it we played the exact same way as if we were playing Man City and got what we deserved and that's the frustrating part you know you, you said it right we played exactly like we're playing Man City 
and I, I mean, he doesn't make a single change. And, you know, we'll get to that, obviously, in the transfers. But you, these players have to be exhausted at this point. He's made the point that we have injuries, and I get that. So, for instance, why not start Ward at right back? He came on. Why not try Wickham up top? He came on. Why not try start Meyer? He had, you know, he came off the injuries. I mean, we could have, he could have made at least two, maybe three changes just to freshen up. But if it doesn't work, then you throw the players on that play before. But, they, you know, to go out with the same attitude and the same players, it was just so frustrating. And again, I, you know, I'm going to say it. Had we had a fully foot, fully fit squad and we had drawn, just drawn Man City, he'd done the same exact thing. So what's the point in signing think, players or having fit players? Yeah, you're probably right. I think you're probably right. And that's probably as much as we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do on the game. <laughs> I do want to mention something that I saw in the um, pre-Southampton press conference from Roy where, where you know some of this news came, came out we're going to talk about. But um, he was talking about substitutes and... And he said, um, oh, you know, you, you, you know how he does his thing where he says A something, and sometimes he forgets to say B. But yeah. <laughs> generally speaking, you know, he got the A and the B this time. And he was basically talking about subs. He's like, oh, you know, A, you know, subs for injuries, and B, you know, subs to get some fresh legs on. And you're like, and C to tactically change it. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about that one? Do you remember? Do you remember that? <laughs> no, no. I have to say, you know, the alarm bell started ringing long yeah. before the. Um, we actually played that game but hey that's what you get you know we you know we're gonna just lump the praise on the team and Roy when they when they pull out a fantastic performance like they did against City uh, and they've got to take the criticism when they when they put out a show like that um yeah you might want to beep one of one part of that word <laughs> so up to you anyway let's get on with the actual reason we're here which is the transfer pod so you know first of all Patrick, we talk a little bit about the news we've mentioned a couple of times now in both pods um Scott Banks but Roy confirming that he expects that deal to go through shortly um, rather than at the end of the season. Um, so we've talked about Scott Banks, but, you know, 18-year-old attacking midfielder, one for the future, definitely, and will be around the academy and, you know, under-23 setup initially. Um, you know, we don't. I know we don't hold up a huge amount of hope for young players playing too much, Patrick, but, you know, obviously something, someone that Dougie's scouted will know a fair bit about seems highly rated and it's, it's probably a sensible choice to get him out of a club where they're, they're not giving him any opportunities because he won't sign a contract yeah um from that standpoint uh you know kudos to dougie um hopefully it works out um again he's an attacking player which i like again you're, you're getting him you know and i've heard rumors about the you know the bad attitude i wouldn't know if he has one or not but like you said you get someone out of a situation that's not good for them into a better situation hopefully they perform better and uh, again, Roy made it clear already in his press yesterday. He said he's probably playing with the academy team, so I'll see him in a couple of years. So, <laughs> yeah, you never know, really. But it's good. It's you know, it's from from my perspective, it's nice that we're you know out scouting Agreed. talent to to bolster the talent that we do have. You know, I think one of the things that we do have to kind of acknowledge. I know you're a big you know proponent of playing the youth, and sometimes you don't know what you've got until you give them a chance. But at the same time, you know, there is a tendency sometimes to overrate players that we have, um, you know, because you see them move on and perhaps they don't hit the heights that you might have expected them to. Um, there's a lot of, obviously, a lot of factors that come into that. But, you know, I think there's little doubt that, so, you know, a big part of building a squad for the future and, and building a club for the future is looking around and seeing if you can pick up other teams' young talent and further develop it. So, you know, for me, that's a, a big positive. So the only other bit of news that, um, and I think you know, we'll talk about this a fair bit, 
It's um, suggested in at least one report that Wilfred Zaha had come out and, and said that he's, you know, he's going to be happy to stay at Palace until the end of the season. You know, essentially that there's no move available for him right now. Um, Spurs and Chelsea both rumoured to be unwilling to pay the eighty million pound asking price. So, you know, he's kind of resigned himself or, or happy there's the words that we use but I'm using the word resigned himself um to seeing out the the, the season at Palace um I mean first of all how do you do you feel about that Patrick yeah um I think under the circumstances at this point I think it's the best for both parties like you just said no one's going to put up the money that we think he's he's worth to lose him in this window would be horrific from the standpoint we've talked about it a million times how the this window is a harsh window to replace players you're going to overpay the later you wait, the harder it is going to be to to not only um, identify players and then you know go through the whole negotiation part. Um, he's settled now. You know what? We'll get more from him in the summer. He'll have a lot more choices. Um, I think we're just all around. Um, it's just better that he that what well, it's something better for us that he stay. I think even better for him to stay and he can look for a fresh club at the end of the season, whether it be Chelsea or whether he goes abroad. I think the options are better for him and for us. So I think at this point, it just makes sense to kind of put that to bed. Move on and, and and see what happens during the summer. But I'm 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 going to miss him because I know he's coming. I you know I've I'll have a few more months to kind of enjoy Will. But you can you know this is coming now, so you can kind of wrap your head about it a little bit more. Yeah, I mean I have to say and you're kind of touching on one of my fears, which is, you know, some people have turned on him a little bit. Um, I think if you look at the the goal he's cel- you know, he's celebrating the own goal against Man City. And a few people have said, no, he was cupping his ears to the City fans because they were booing him. He wasn't. He was cupping his ears to the Palace fans because he took stick in the previous game and, and, and it got to him. Um, and he has had you know, things said about him or to him by Palace fans who have questioned his loyalty, accused him of downing tools and all that kind of stuff. And you know, He's entitled to have up and down games, but there are some people who really do have the knives out for him. And I think I, I worry with this, this second half of the season that potentially by hanging around it might do harm to his reputation and he doesn't deserve that he should go down as one of our all-time greats and and leave with our, our respect and admiration um you know because we have to deal with reality don't yeah we? and i agree with that chris but this is the thing and this is a reality of life some people are going to like him no matter what he does like me people are not gonna like him whenever he does and there's a lot of people out there so you're not going to change the attitude the people who don't like him are going to find any reason to not like him. A perfect example is going to be, I'm going to go quickly to today's game. Look at today's match, how he, again, got the ball. He had no time, no space. Um, Southampton, typical of every Premier League team, triple team them every time. He had no space to work, and people probably thought today oh, he was same old Wilf. But if you watch the game, he had no... There was one time he, when he when he got the ball first off, open space, ran, and then three players, and he you know lost the ball. What's he supposed to do with that, you know, with that? So... I don't worry about, you know, I, I do worry about people turning on him. But again, they're going to do that anyway. And they're not going to change because he stays until the end of the season or leaves now. They're going to be down on him or like people like me and you. And I know Hesky was a big, you know, big support. A lot of uh, people on this show are big supporters. DR are going to like him regardless. So again, I'm not going to worry about that because unfortunately people are going to be who they are. That's not going to be able to change based on, you know, like I said, him staying or leaving now. Absolutely right. Um, so that's about uh, it in terms of any news that's come out today. Obviously, it being a game day, uh, a lot of the focus was on the match and, and, you know, rightly so in advance and, you know, regretfully so <laughs> having seen it. Oh, dear. It really was was hard to take. But um, we'll pick up on a few rumours. So this one goes back to, to earlier in January, but it seems to have surfaced again um, 
on the on the day of recording, and that's a guy called Tino Cadawere, I would say that's pronounced, uh, who's playing in League Two in France. Uh, and that is, yeah, League Two in France, isn't it? For Le Havre, um, where he's got 17 goals in 19 games at the time the article was written on the 7th of January. But um, Zimbabwean striker, no, absolutely nothing of him other than the fact that he's 24 years old and is scoring some goals. But we were rumoured to be interested alongside Southampton and Bournemouth, as well as Real Valladolid. Um, so, not much to say about it, Patrick, other than the fact that, you know, we've obviously signed one striker in on loan already. You know, do you think this transfer window is the time to make a signing like that, or should we be looking for something that might give us a bit more of a guarantee? So, based on the comments made by Roy Hodgson yesterday regarding Connor Wickham possibly going out, I would say that, not this signing, but it sounded like this would make would make sense. But I just, again, like you, I don't know anything about him. I just had to look him up. I don't know anything about him. I know he's Zimbabwean. Uh, League 2, honestly, is not the highest quality um, as far as uh, French football. He does, he's very prolific. I mean, t- uh, you know, 19 goals in whatever amount of matches in 2021 is ridiculous. I mean, I mean, just you, that's, that's great for Sunday League. But again, I just don't, I think this is a, one of those articles just thrown out there with our name attached to it. I just don't see this happening. If it were to happen, again, based on the fact, like I said, if Connor was to go out and he was to come in and get some time, great. But again, I just don't see this happening. This seems to me like a, a kind of an article written to attach someone's name to it to drive up his value, possibly. Yeah, you see a lot of that, you know, names being thrown in of certain clubs just as, you know, you, you know, I think probably even if one of your scouts happens to be at a game of that they've, they've played in, all of a sudden you're interested in doing a deal. So it might be one of those, you never know, there might be some truth in it. Again, if we're looking for bargains um, and potential, you know, a 24-year-old scoring for free in, in any professional league is probably worth a look at. But, you know, at the same time, you think about our history <laughs> even recently, of picking up players, um, you know, around the non-leagues and, and lower leagues and try and find that gem. We haven't been that successful, have we? So, crazy Apaya, uh, Simon anyone? Thomas. <laughs> crazy, crazy did all right. Really unlucky yeah, to get was. that injury, wasn't he? He was playing internationally yeah. at the very least, but um, doing doing all right down at AFC Wimbledon now. So, um, it's a fair play to him there. So another striker rumor, and this time you you have seen this particular one. Um, quite an odd one. A Hungarian striker, Nemanja Nikolic. Obviously, um, yeah, 30, 32 years old and a free agent as his contract has finished. Um, it just says we are among the English club clubs. So, again, not really sure there's any truth in that and doesn't necessarily fit in with what we think we need at Palace in terms of freshening up with younger players. But, you know, potentially, if Roy rates him and we rate him, you know, the kind of player with the experience that Roy likes. Um, so, might be something in it, I guess. Yeah, well... The th- issues I have are, are a few. Uh, his age is one, 32. Um, he, he is a big-time scorer. But here's the thing, you know, I, I, obviously I'm in America. I follow MLS, but I'm not a huge fan of it. I mean, I again, I live in New York, so I, the Red Bulls are here in NYCFC. So I do go to matches and stuff. But players that stand out for me are players like Carlos Vela and Zatan was here last year, and then Joseph Martinez, who, you know, plays for Atlanta United. To be honest with you, I, I never rated uh, Nikolic, I really haven't. And Chicago Fire are an okay club, but they never they haven't won the uh, MLS Cup in 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 a long, long time. They haven't gotten to the final anytime soon. So he's scoring goals in a league that you know I would say I've mentioned before, championship mid level championship maybe is what I would compare it to. Guys like Slatan come over here, Rooney come over here, and they light it up because it's not you know it's not very physical. It's getting better, 
but it's not a, a big league. So to be honest with you, I don't see this as going anywhere because again, his age is a problem for me. And again, of all the strikers that I could think of in this in this league, I would go for someone like, like I said, Joseph Martinez is a brilliant player for Atlanta. He's younger. He's like in his mid twenties. Diego Rossi was here. He's gone now, but he's another one. Um, you know, there are other players here that I would have rated ahead of ahead of him. So I think this is again just something that you know, unless there's a an agent link, like I said, he, he's he's Serbian, born in Serbia. But he's actually uh, mother's Hungarian. Is there a Luca link there? I don't, you know, I'm not I'm just throwing things out there. I don't know where it would come from, but to me. Out of contract, yes, but I would think this is a little bit of a shot in the dark if he was to make it. I don't. I wouldn't honestly. I don't put him up there as players I would get from MLS. To be honest. Oh, there you go. And, I, and, I... and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think that's you know probably the key comment. If he's not standing out in that league, you know you you worry about the success. You think about you know how long it took Almiron to get um to get his first goal uh, when he was scoring for fun. In the Who did he score against that so... first goal? I forget. Oh, let's not talk about that. Come on, man. You know, sorry. It's just, things are hard enough to take as it is at the moment. Um, but yeah, okay. So you know, obviously a couple of striker rumors there that we we've treated you that you two on this particular episode. Uh, not sure either of those are going to go anywhere, but you never know. Um, and finally, we'll end with a rumoured loan out. And that is for Sam Woods potentially being loaned to Hamilton, north of the border. Uh, Hamilton Academicals, right? Correct. <laughs> so um, so Woods has, um, has actually impressed me in, in the few minutes that he's had at, at first team level. I think, you know, when he came on and played left back for a little bit, he actually looked very assured, very energetic and committed to the cause. You know, the guy's a Palace fan. It's his dream to pull on the red and blue. So, you know, I'm hoping what we're seeing here is simply a case of, you know, Roy's not going to play him. So let's get him some proper games at first team level and, and see what we've got here. Because, you know, I think he's 21 coming on 22 now. So if he's going to make it at Palace, it, it's got to be relatively soon, I would say. Otherwise, you know, he's, we're going to probably have to start looking uh, younger players coming through in that position, so I, you know, I'm really hopeful that that Sam Woods has a has a career at Palace. There's nothing better than seeing a you know a lifelong Palace fan make it into the first team and perform at the, the top level. That's you know that's all, what we all want to see, I guess. So, but alone Sam sounds like a good idea, doesn't it, Patrick? And not too bad a level either uh, going north to play to play for Hampton. Yeah, he's 22. Centre half is a hard position to to master, so get him out on loan. I'm all for it. I mean, Dr's mentioned that before. If you look at our developmental squad, no one's out on loan. I want to see Daly go out on loan, McGregor go out on loan, Kirby go out on loan, Tavares go out on loan. I mean, I want to see a bunch of them. I like to keep Pierrick, but knowing uh, 
our manager just send him out on loan too. He's not going to play for us. But I think we need to get a bunch of those kids if we get him out on loan because if they're going to play for us, we might as well get him out on loan and get him some experience. Because I think that you mentioned before about you know we 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 sometimes pick up our own players and then realize they're not as good as we thought. But a lot of them didn't really get decent loan spells. And I think that you know, if you look at the history of 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 players that have done really well, I'm going to throw out the you know a, you know a few players. You know Harry Kane is example. He went out on loan so many times and, until he finally caught on. And just Townsend for us went out on loan so many times. I mean, they need loans. They're not going to play for their home team. Get them out on loan. So, yeah, if he goes out on loan, I hope he does well and gets to come back and be a star for us. Definitely. I mean, you know, players who go out on loan always talk about the fact that it, you know, it changes them. It makes sort of men of them, if you like, because all of a sudden they're playing with people who are, you know, playing to pay their mortgage. Exactly. You know, you know, for points that really matter in front of fans that, that you know will kill you if you do badly and <laughs> love you if you do well that right. kind of thing and that makes that's you know that is football that's what football is about not you know running around on an academy pitch with no real consequence to winning or losing and that's the difference so um fingers crossed that one goes ahead and um anyway these are short and sharp that's your lot for today uh thank you very much patrick for joining me cheers to sam for producing and uh, thanks for listening and we'll be back tomorrow <laughs>